This podcast is brought to you by Upgrade Fitness. Hello and welcome to the Guernsey Press Sport Podcast, your weekly insight into Ireland's sport. Our thanks to Upgrade Fitness for their support of the show. My name is Tony Kerr and alongside me, as ever, to talk athletics, cricket and some more besides is Gareth the Prevo. Hi, Tony. And Jamie Ingle. Hi, Tony. Great to see you guys. Um, yeah, plenty to get into today. We'll have a full interview uh, with Guernsey Athletics. Tom Druce, um, they've just named their bumper squad for the Island Games just about a month ago. Um, so that one is going to be amazing and we're going to be talking about that squad uh, in a bit. Um, but first, Gareth, let's talk about the cricket from the weekend because it was another, um, I think fair to say, weekend league nail-biter um, at the college field. And um, yeah, it means it's going to be all to play for going into the final round. Yeah, I thought Griffins were trying to do their best to chuck away the, the weekend championship title, to be honest, because... Um they did well. They did very well in the field. They restricted the OEA to 169, um, and they were then sort of cruising at 56 for for one. I think they were, and then all of a sudden, uh, quite a major collapse happens. Middle order sort of come and go, sort of one by one, very quickly, and the last pair come together at 132 for nine. So all of a sudden, they were very much odds against winning that game. But fortunately for them, um, Tom Kirk, their captain, has got a very, very um, mature head on his shoulders and uh, he managed to sort of steer them through what was a, a very sticky patch there. And um, it basically brings up a, a winner-takes-all clash with Kobo this coming weekend. So uh, it's coming right down to the wire. Well, that's good to see. That's what we want, isn't it? That's what you want. Um, it uh, is. <laughs> let's hear what Tom Kirk, uh, Griffin's captain, had to say uh, to you after that one. All right, what's the overriding feeling at the end of that very... Tense run chase in the end. A relief, to be fair. Um, I think they, they did all right with the bat and probably, I'm not sure, it was a huge wicket, so maybe a little bit under par. But, yeah, we've made seriously hard work with that. And, uh, yeah, we we got it. we crawled over the line, really, with the last wicket partnership. But, yeah, just just relief and we're, we're still, in the, still in the tournament, really. Yeah, well, that's right. And um, was it sort of when it came down to the last sort of couple of wickets, you still needed sort of uh, probably about 50, I think, for the last couple of wickets. Was it a case of if you kept batting, you'd get there because the run rate was never really an issue? Yeah, I think that was exactly it. Yeah, I think everyone was batting. It was just, let's just bat and bat. And just if we're here in the 50th over, we'll win the game. The run rate kept ticking over it. But yeah, no, we just kept getting out. What's it like as a, especially as a captain, just seeing wickets falling at the other end when you're thinking this doesn't need to happen? Yeah, it's frustrating. Um, we've been there a few times as a as a group, but no, it's a it's a good time when we actually get over the line with it, you know. Um, but yeah, no, it's it'd be nicer to do it with uh, only a couple of wickets down. But yeah, I mean today we, we were missing a few. Obviously, Lou Lou at the top of the order, um, big loss. But you know, it's it's good to win a game without obviously. Appreciate that the opposition had a Stokesy missing as well. So, but yeah, no, it's it's just nice to get over the line, really. Yeah. Um, and like you're saying, it was sort of like a bit of a it was a must-win game for you guys today because it, yeah. the final round of the game of games next week. Um, how, how's the sort of like the confidence that you can retain your title now that you've got over the line in this one? Yeah, that's exactly it. It's, it's in our hands. We win the game, we, we we retain the the title, and we'll always back ourselves in every game here. We've we've got a pretty strong unit. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's just good to have it in our hands and still be in it, really. 
Yeah, and just uh, more of a general point, the fact that you've got a big game to come and then after that it's going to be Channel Island Leagues, which are all big games. I mean, how's, how is the sort of feeling within the group, especially with the, the CR League being back and sort of giving you that fresh impetus almost within the whole of domestic cricket? Yeah, and no, I think everyone's pleased to see it back. It brings an extra buzz. Um, obviously, playing over in Jersey is always good for everyone, but it's, it's seeing different players rather than the same people every week. It, it's nice to see see the other guys and, and yeah, test yourselves against some very good opposition. But yeah, no, we've we obviously got off the mark in the CI already. We've played an early one. Um, so yeah, no, it's just try and win our games and take some momentum in it where we can and, and enjoy it really. Everyone's, everyone's looking forward to it. Griffin's captain Tom Kirk chatting to you there, uh, Gareth. Um, yeah, it's been a, a really interesting uh, kind of few rounds of games, hasn't it, in the uh, the weekend championship? So much cricket as well to come um, this summer. Jamie, meanwhile, the weekend you were down on the coast somewhere, weren't you following the latest triathlon um, mm. event? Uh, and yeah, shaping up pretty nicely. Uh, well, another sport, obviously, that's got all eyes on the Island Games in a few weeks' time. But um, yeah, things shaping up very nicely there. But a slight change of format and um, an interesting battle. Yeah, um, lovely morning at Rockane on Sunday for Guernsey's first ever draft legal triathlon. I guess that's kind of giving triathletes something a bit different. Okay, you're swapping out your time trial bikes for road bikes and you're allowed to draft off each other rather than having to strictly keep distance. And it's the kind of format you'll see in Commonwealth Games, you'll see in the Olympics. So yeah, it adds a certain amount of prestige to the, the events. And I think... It can potentially make for some really exciting racing um, because you want to be with someone coming out of a swim so you can draft off on a bike. And I think it's shaping up. It could have potentially been a really good race on Sunday with Thierry Le Cheminance, who's only 18, leaving water with James Travers. Unfortunately, Thierry was just too strong. <laughs> Didn't give Travers a chance. Really. He just got away on the bike. And so we went, when you say drafting, you mean like basically getting right up behind and, uh, uh, yeah. Like a, cycl like a cycling road yeah, race. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a slipstream thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever been in a slipstream. No. <laughs> you probably have quite a few people in yours, too, Yeah, <laughs> Quite a chunky slipstream. Um, yeah, great to see that. Um, have they got any more events between now and the Games? Um, well, I guess in a way, this is kind of the games tune up for a lot of the triathletes who are actually doing the games, because we do have their Pembroke triathlon a week out from the games. I think because of injury risk or just knackering yourself out, a lot of the games competitors will not be doing that one. But doing the uh, drafting sprints at Rakane, they actually got a taste of good sections of the Island Games course. So, yeah, I think we had a few people away competing at the Europeans, but for those that did and are aiming at the Games, yeah, I think it's a really beneficial experience. Yeah, also in that um, triathlon, or, or certainly the full triathlon, because there's, there's a relay as well, isn't there, at the end of the week, but um, yeah, that full triathlon, um, yeah, pretty much a sort of marquee event on the first morning of competition, or mm. um, well, first day, really, because it goes on, uh, I think, a bit later, isn't it, than previous Games? I think we're usually up quite early on the Sunday covering those, but I think it starts a bit later in the morning. But yeah, that's definitely going to be um, one to mark the calendar before uh, you mentioned the europeans how did they get on there um it seems pretty positive uh we had megan chapel getting an age group european title uh chloe trophic coming close and fourth from the 25 to 29 age group and the guys were also in and around the top 10 so all in all pretty positive outing yeah good stuff um yeah you mentioned megan chapel there um she'll come up again uh, in a bit because she's a uh, part of the athletics squad um for the island games as well um yeah next we'll be hearing from tom Druce, um who uh, yeah, has very proudly made that announcement on behalf of guernsey athletics um, a bumper squad going to the island games or staying here for the island games
Welcome back to the pod. Um, before we talk about that athletics team, um, let me just tell you about our sponsors, Upgrade Fitness, um, because their new space is officially open. It opened at the uh, back end of last week, um, just behind uh, the doghouse off the Rohays, um, in fact, opposite the Badminton Hall. Um, and if you haven't seen it yet, haven't been down there, it is looking absolutely spectacular. Um, it's a new uh, gym and fitness center. Um, it's packed with the very best gym equipment across two levels. Um, there's also a studio for classes um, saunas as well plenty of parking as you can imagine down there um, you can find out more information about it on their website upgrade.fitness is where to find them and on social media too um, as i say all the info is on there including how to sign up um, but yeah well worth checking it out and checking out the photos on their social media pages as well to get an idea of what is in store if you uh, get involved and yeah our thanks to upgrade fitness for their support of the show um, right jamie uh yeah a really big moment that you well i think you've been waiting a little while for um, they've pretty much left it as late as possible um, to get their squad together but we do now know who will be representing Team Guernsey in the athletics uh, at the Island Games next month um, 44 athletes in total are going to be making the team so uh, yeah it's a, a fantastic uh, contingent um, yeah packed with some of our top names um, some really promising youngsters too and, and a whole lot of strength and depth I mean Jamie when you saw the final list what was your impression of it? Yeah I mean I've always had the opportunity to see it shaping up and I'd say there are no massive massive surprises I'd say it's quite fortunate that they didn't seem to really have to cut anyone out who'd like put in all the efforts and done all the time I needed so it's nice to have like a such a nice mix of athletes there's a lot of development potential because almost half of them I think we calculated about 20 making their island games debuts so that's really nice and conversely we've got Dale Garland who was a hero of the 2003 island games getting six gold medals um he's managed to qualify for three different events 20 years later as a veteran yeah fantastic <laughs> stuff great great spread um I think you know Tom Drees as you'll hear in a moment um as he told us that you know all of the athletes here you know, if it had been an away games, the standards would have been the mm. same. There's no sort of sense that because it's a home games, they can kind of chuck a few extra people in um, for the experience. They're all there on merit. And, you know, certainly the standout kind of, you know, sort of headline acts really are the, the Chalmers brothers, mm -hmm. um, Alistair and Cameron, who've obviously, um, you know, done some incredible things on the international stage in the last few years. So fantastic that they're uh, in the mix. As I say, it is a bumper list, so uh, I won't run through it uh, all right now. Um, but to see um, the full uh, Guernsey squad, um, you can, of course, um, pick up the paper, Tuesday's paper. Uh, we'll have the full team in and we'll head to our website, guernseypress.com, uh, to see that there. Well, as we said, Tom Drew, Guernsey Athletics Development Officer, popped in to see us to talk about the announcement and talk about the 44 athletes they've been able to call on um, for Guernsey 2023. And we began by asking him just how excited he is to see it all come together. It's been good, to be honest, to um, have the build-up. Um, it's it's really added some impetus for the season for the athletes, both um, in our local events. Uh, you know, it's been some really high-quality stuff going on and it down at, at Foots Lane, and then also in some of the events off island as well. And the the performances really have been elevated by having that you know that carrot dangled there for a little bit longer. Um, 
So we did actually have a, a provisional squad in place as per the, the bylaws uh, of the Island Games. So we had to get that in place uh, about a month ago now or just over a month ago. So this really was just um, kind of getting down to the nitty gritty, who's doing what event. Um, and, and, and that's where we're at. And like you say, really, really uh, exciting. And it makes it all seem a lot more real now, doesn't it? So. Yeah, definitely. And it's a big squad. I think you said the biggest ever um, that Guernsey will have, have, have um, entered into a Games. And also, a, a really great mix of, of you know the island's top talent and some you know, youngsters who are going to have a fantastic opportunity um, let, let's start with the big names obviously to, to have um, the, the Chalmers brothers uh, in the mix they're committed obviously will they'll have their um, you know that they, they've got other things on their mind I'm sure over the course of the year but I know kind of hearing from them over the last couple of years this has always been a sort of locked in their diary um, what does it say to you guys that they've they've sort of committed to this and, and want to be a part of it yeah i think you're right it's uh it does show the the uniqueness of the island games i think and um i, I can't really speak for athletics i mean I, i've always been very busy at games whether i've been competing or whether i've been managing so to be honest i haven't really experienced much of other sports unfortunately but um you know what i can say is that uh, every athletics arena that i've been to at the games has been an experience which has lived long in my memory despite the fact that i've done plenty of other things as well and i think the boys feel the same i think um i think that they the idea of a home games for them um, is just something which they know is gonna is gonna stay with them for the rest of their lives, no matter what else they go on to achieve in the sport. Um, and I, I, I'm really really grateful, um, you know, that they have committed and that they feel that way. I guess because it's just a, a great tonic for us, obviously, to have you know a, a, an Olympic athlete and a Commonwealth Games bronze medalist, um, you know, amongst us. So yeah, it's gonna really help the rest of the squad as well i think um to to have those guys to you know draw on their experience i think speaking of that squad after doing a bit of counting before we worked out that nearly half of them are making their debuts i mean to debut at a home game so what sort of opportunities does that present to them yeah it's well it's an opportunity it's also challenges as well to be honest because actually um you know for maybe more from a management perspective i'm thinking about but of course in if we're in a hotel all together um as an away games it's it's very much you know the, the, the team environment you get more of an opportunity to make sure that everyone's doing the right things and um and that the inexperience doesn't have um have any negative impacts whilst obviously the challenge this time is that everyone's going home um after after and um before they're events so uh, yeah that's that's something for me to, to kind of think about but um, at the same time you actually experience of being out there in front of your family and your friends and hopefully you know a pretty large crowd at, the, at first lane is going to be incredible and you know they probably don't know yet exactly how incredible it's going to be but um you know i can still remember i made my debut at home games as well so it's it is something which does stay with you i think maybe at the time i i didn't really i thought it was always going to be like this <laughs> it's, it's it's not always so um yeah no, i'm really excited for them and really really pleased for them all how difficult was it to whittle down i mean obviously it's a big squad but there are a lot of events as well to take a lot of kind of it must be well a lot of thought process i guess yeah it did i mean uh, it's something which uh, i think hopefully i've brought to the, the role since i've taken on the job you know back in 2015 and um you know doing basically doing things properly um you know it's you can you can learn from your national governing bodies about how to do things sometimes how not to do things as well um <laughs> but, but you know we, we've gone through a proper robust process um and we have done for, for every games that, that we've been to and uh yeah so I, what I've, I've wanted to make clear to 
all outlets really is that this is a squad of 44 this is what the squad would have been had we been at away games as well so we've got the same standards in place as we've always have um the athletes have had to meet those standards there's not one person on this team who doesn't have um a b standard at least and um so you know it's, it's real credit to to them um and to be honest to my coaching team as well and and the, you know the infrastructure around the club that we've got you know 44 people who are completely on merit i'm going to go and represent us um you know at the games but uh yeah in, t- in terms of how we got there it was it, it was a long long meeting last night um so we're two and a half hours last night um and we'd already had i think we couldn't remember if it was two and a half or three hours over the half marathon the half marathon was actually <laughs> the one which was very very difficult to um to, to, to get down to and it's because uh you know in some cases it's because we've got so many we got like in you know, a bit of an embarrassment of riches um in some events really and uh, so that's why it took a while but hopefully you know it shows that we've we've gone about it the right way and uh, we we've reached this um, this squad um you know via some robust processes and and sound decision making <laughs> you didn't fancy uh slotting yourself in for a relay place <laughs> uh no I, I think i definitely passed that out i mean ultimately uh you know joking aside last time we didn't have the um you know the charmers um brothers uh available so it was more out of necessity than anything else for myself but yeah i'm definitely not getting in this team compared no. to bring off the bench then <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah. yeah it's not a bad little change there. <laughs> i guess so speaking of uh, relays, looking at one squad in particular, we seem to have eight uh, listed for the women's 4 by one relay, a lot of them being like relatively new and like fast improving athletes. I mean, yeah, what can you say about that specific lineup? Yeah, it's really exciting for me, um, you know, seeing that this group come through. I mean, they've been, uh, you know, bringing the headlines really at the recent Aztec track and field meetings. Um, yeah, it's, it is it's really um it's really going to be an exciting event for us. I think we've got a really, really good chance of gold um, in that event. Um, so the reason we got eight listed is just kind of looking at the um, looking at the schedule. Um, it's it's a really tough week to to, to try and like you know for the likes of um, Abby and um, Isabel Lowe and people like this, they're going to be going into that relay potentially a bit tired. That's why I want to, I want to have a decent team in the heats, but not the same team as the finals so but we've got the depth to be able to do that i mean it's incredible we've got so many of them running like 12 6 or quicker it's um <laughs> it's it, which which to put it in perspective uh the a standard is 1280 for the um for the 100 meters individually and the a standards are set off basically um getting top six that's uh, essentially in a nutshell what they are so we've got like seven i think who are capable of, would be capable of making the top six at the other game so it's um it's crazy so yeah we're, we've got high hopes for that squad <laughs> I actually think quite a while ago now you were speaking about getting gold in all four real events and potentially smashing the records more women's four by four. Do you still stand by that? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think uh, it's always a little bit of unknown, isn't it, in terms of like what you're coming up against. But um, you know, I, I know that that women's four by four team can, you know, go way inside the existing games records so on that basis i can't imagine anyone's going to beat them and uh, yeah i think we got a really good chance of getting um getting gold in all four if we get the bounds around so uh <laughs> that'll be a be a pretty cool way to finish it off on the friday so uh yeah i'm looking forward to well i don't want to get ahead of myself but um got a few golds to hopefully get in the can before the friday as well we mentioned the, the Chalmers brothers obviously um yeah will be the sort of standout names there but um kind of on the sprint side of things with abby galpin and joe chadwick um who've been going so well or, or i've shown well i suppose they've had a slightly different couple of years haven't they the two of them but um both of them have, have kind of 
prove that they can do um, exceptional things uh, at this level. Uh, Fitness-wise, how are they looking going into it? And are they two athletes that could uh, kind, of, kind of blitz up that 100 meters? Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, they're, they're the fastest man and fastest woman we've ever had, um, respectively. So, uh, yeah, no, we, we, we've got a really good chance of getting double gold in the 100, which obviously is the Blue Ribbon event. Um, so I think, you know, that's, that's one which... Um, we're really looking forward to I think that's on the Monday evening um, but yeah they, they've both had struggles this year um, Joe jo, unfortunately you know he's, he's such an animal that guy like he is but he's maybe a little bit too strong a little bit too fast for his own good and um, that's where the injuries come from but um, he's you know, really really keen to target this event and his coach is confident he can do that um, unfortunately not the 200 his coach has basically said I think that'd be a bit of a stretch so we're being quite sensible with him he's only in the four uh, sorry in the in the 100 and the four by one um you know did an outstanding four by four leg last time out it would have been nice to have him in that with um the charmers and peter curtis but um not to be but yeah no i'm, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys obviously like abby's been in great form these last couple of years as you touched on and um so she's very much uh got her eye on you know doing both events and i think i think she's you know pretty much nailed on for the 200 the 100 is going to be an interesting one there's um there's a, a girl from, well, I said girl, she's uh, she's my age, actually. <laughs> uh, she's doing it incredibly. So um, Sarah Viss, she's a bit of an Island Games legend from uh, from Orland, and she's uh, she's made a bit of a comeback in recent years and, and got a similar PB to Abby. So in the 100, that'll be close. But I think the 200s, yeah, I think she'll I think she'll have it. Um, similar for Joe, to be honest. There's really good quality in this one in these 100 meter comps. Um, so yeah, that's 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 going to be exciting, and uh, I think I think he'll do it because we know when he gets a bit between his teeth and he gets out there, he, he usually usually gets the job done. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet against him breaking his own island record again as well. Yeah, it'd be fantastic to see. I mean, you mentioned um, yeah some of the other islands. I mean, in terms of the overall competition, you won't know presumably until you sort of get there as to exactly what you're up against. But compared to what um, you've experienced before at Island Games and, and, and take into to consideration the strength of our team. I mean, it, do you think it'll be one of the best athletics competitions we've seen? Yeah, actually, I mean, it, it's interesting because um, Graham, um, who we've had on the, the pod in the past as well, so our chair, um, he is, he was asking me basically how many goals we're going to get and sort of teasing me a little bit. Because <laughs> um, I think back in 2003, it was it was something like we got something like 18 or 18 goals in athletics or something. It was absolutely crazy. But um you look at the standards and I've said to people, it was sort of the Island Games Athletics was a little bit of a village meet back then. It really was. The standard was actually quite poor. It was basically just people from islands who like to run around a bit. Uh, it genuinely was that sort of level in some events. And now uh, the, quali the quality, it's, it's a completely, it's in a completely different place. Um, our athletes are all proper athletes you know that we look i look at that squad and you know they all train they train you know six times a week um all year rounds these are like serious athletes you, you know you look at them like the physicality in some of these guys um you know it's genuinely impressive and i include the women in that as well i'm not just talking about the, the guys like some of the some of the women are like stronger than I, I probably am right now i see like what's what abby gavin lives in the gym sometimes i'm like well i can't i literally can't do that right now <laughs> and she's like 55 kilos or like eight stone or whatever so you know it's um it, we're in a completely different place now um and so is the island games family as well um so yeah we, we've heard rumors about who's coming and who's not and stuff but yeah there's going to be some serious athletics going on and uh, there'll be some games records of course there will um but it's it's going to be some seriously impressive viewing um yeah I'm I, I can't impress that enough on the level that that is, is going to so uh in terms of what we can do 
we're going to get a lot of gold. Um, I can assure you that, but I, I can also assure you it probably won't be 18. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, an enticing prospect for sure. And, and what about for spectators during the week, Tom? Um, obviously, down at Foots Lane, uh, can people sort of go where they want around the outside of the, of the track and, and, and get some good viewing points? Yeah, I hope so. I mean, uh, I, I remember from 2003, actually, some, some of the sessions, the atmosphere for us athletes was fantastic because, like you said, all around the outside of the railings, um, you know, the stand was full and then you know everyone spills out around around the outside and uh obviously now we've got eight lanes as well actually you you actually get even closer to the action because the the railings are like pushed right up against the track for the most of the way around so yeah i really hope to, to see like you know as many people down there as possible like cheering our guys on like i said it's uh it's gonna be a fantastic competition i think the um the rugby club have agreed to make the bar available throughout the week as well so that'd be quite nice hopefully make for like quite a nice relaxing time and uh you know obviously the foots lanes Everyone knows the venue uh, is, re- is very accessible. Obviously, it's not going to be ticketed for this. It's just a, like you say, a free-for-all. <laughs> Come down and, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what sort of atmosphere um, people can hopefully make. And, uh, you yeah, know, it's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a special week. And you're obviously promoting Allah's appearance uh, quite heavily. Um, just remind us when that is. And, it, I mean, is that the sort of, I mean, it's, it's going to be fantastic every night, of course. But um, do you think that's the, the sort of real special opportunity for, for supporters? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's not every day you get to see a, a Commonwealth Games bronze bronze medalist is it and uh especially well one from guernsey certainly so yeah that's on that's on the tuesday evening as you say that's that'll be the the finale of the session that day um so yeah i I think that probably could be a highlight of course like we touched on like you know hopefully we can get double gold in the 100 i think that'll be pretty cool as well um but there's going to be some great um i I believe there's some really great throwers coming over as well from um you know the likes of saramar and um and other islands there's there's supposed to be some pretty special throws and actually to be fair sometimes when you see those javelins hammers discus hanging up in the air for like a good few seconds as they fly you're thinking i mean that's it's it's seriously impressive um thing to, to witness as well so i'd like to say that all week's gonna be fantastic yeah of course <laughs> and obviously relays as well where we're gonna win all of them uh, so <laughs> <laughs> oh, well we can't wait um yeah i'm sure jamie will be uh, welded to uh, to the track or, or at least to the railings um and I'll, I'll be down there as much as i can but yeah not long to go um yeah right. hope, hopefully the preparation goes well thanks for coming in yeah thanks for having me see you soon cheers Tom Drew speaking to Jamie and I there. Uh, Gareth, do you hold up much hope of getting down to athletics in Ireland Games Week? It's going to be a full-on week. I'll, you get the impression you'll probably see some athletics at some points. It might well be the, the half marathon on uh, Fantastic Friday down at, at uh, St. Peterborough, but um, it's always a great atmosphere at the athletics track at any Ireland Games. But when, when you're the home home island with so many sort of op- opportunities for medals it will make it the atmosphere even better i'm sure yeah it's gonna be belting uh, i'll certainly be trying to get down there as much as i can jamie i'm sure you'll be spending the full week down there uh, so we can look forward to plenty of coverage uh, from you uh, of the guernsey 2023 athletics um yeah not long to go so uh, stay with us uh, in podcast and in print um, as the build-up continues to guernsey 2023 um before we finish uh, this pod gareth let's just have a quick word about the golf um we heard uh, all about uh, the New Island men's champion mm-hmm. last year, Tom Lahiri, claiming his second title. Um, a very familiar name on the women's side, claiming her 19th title at the weekend. Uh, yeah, how did she do it? Yeah, Veronica Bugor is just, uh, just an outstanding golfer, really. She's just, uh, she never lets um, 
her standards drop she's always practicing she's just um, just an absolute star really veronica and uh, yeah she beat diage in six and four in that final and um you have to say she was pushed really hard in particularly in the quarter and semi-finals it, it was a very sort of even draw in the division one um she beat mary bate who's going to be one of our island games golfers in the quarterfinals on the second extra hole and then mandy weber who's a former champion took her to the 20th as well and she sort of edged through that one uh, and the first round of the final was really tight. She was just one up at lunch, but then um, pulled away in the in the afternoon round. And yeah, um, Veronica is, um, you just get the feeling that she won't stop at 19. She, she'll probably take it on into the 20s as well. But uh, she um, she was thoroughly deserving of that victory. And um, I must say, I think now that both the Island Championships have come to a conclusion, I think the North Easterly will now diminish. We'll get a nice <laughs> southerly breeze coming in because I think everyone's absolutely shattered who's been out on the Landcrest links for the last couple of weeks watching all the Island Championships, particularly me. Yeah, it is quite uh, <laughs> fatiguing, isn't it, when you're sort of constantly being buffeted. Um, yeah, what's next on the golf front? Um, it's the big uh, 72 holer coming up for the, for the men next week. It's the... Um, Investec and UV trophies, which um, will be uh, hard fought after I'd have thought. Uh, I'd imagine most of the island's best players will be involved in that. Um, and then we're sort of back into a few scratch league matches before the um, the island games, which is only just around the corner now. Okay, well, we'll keep an eye out for those. And I'm sure coverage uh, in full in the pages of the Guernsey Press. Do pick up a paper six days a week. Uh, this weekend, then, we've got the cricket. Uh, Kobo against Griffins, as we talked about at the top. A um, bit of rowing as well. Uh, some swimming. Um, the Barracuda is open, so keep an eye out for that. Um, otherwise, we'll leave you there. Our thanks to Upgrade Fitness for their support of the show. We'll be back next week with another Guernsey Press Sport Podcast. In the meantime, uh, take care, have a good one, and we'll see you soon. Cheers, Tony. Cheers, Tony. Cheers, Tony.